The following presentation is brought to you by the Alberta Podcast Network. Welcome to the Northern Nerdcast, the podcast that showcases the geeky, nerdy people, groups, and events in and around the city of Edmonton. Northern Nerdcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. Visit their website at albertapodcastnetwork.com. If you like the show, we invite you to share it on all of your social media platforms and help grow our community of geeky, nerdy people, groups, and events in and around the city of Edmonton. Would you like to be a contributor to the show? For more information, visit our website at northernnerdnetwork.com. And now, here's the host of the show, Dan Chessel. All right, all right, all right. Welcome, 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 everyone out there. Uh, welcome to another edition of the Nerdcast. My name is Dan Chessel, and... Of course, on this show today, we have none other than our loveliest of co-hosts, uh, Chelsea Thompson. Oh, shucks. Hi, guys. Uh, and on today's show, we also have uh, Matt. I don't know how to say your last name, Matt. <laughs> Sherman? Yeah, Matt Sherman. Yeah, you nailed it. There. there see? And that was, that's right off the cuff right there. Dad. You're on fire with last names these last couple of weeks. I know. Uh, I'm usually I'm pretty good at botching last names. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we got Matt here, uh, and he's from Rapid Fire Theater, and so we're going to talk a lot about uh, Rapid Fire Theater, uh, about improv, all that kind of fun stuff a little bit later on in the show. But first off, we'd like to ask everybody uh, on our show how their week was. Uh, so we're going to start with our our guest here. Hey, Matt, how was your week? Uh, well, it ties uh, right into the topic of the day. I spent the whole last week. Uh, participating, or rather hosting, the uh, uh, no Ooh, Matt, your uh, your your audio is really cutting in and out. Uh, maybe you just turn you your 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 camera off. That okay. may correct uh, it. Uh, so we're gonna go. We'll pass it off to Chelsea for the time being here. Uh, Chelsea, how was your week? Uh, my week was pretty good. Yeah, I uh, worked a little bit for the school board and. And did a bunch of like erranding and choring um, at home, and um, finally got sort of a good chunk of the last little space in our new house set up. And and things we have a when we moved in, we have a space that's like clearly meant to be like a separate dining room space. Um, but because we're not super fancy and don't own a, like dining room set with a buffet and but not not that fancy. Um, we're good. We've set it up like an office, and we've got some musical instruments. We've got a keyboard, and we've got a ukulele and a guitar. So we're gonna set that up as an office and a little music room space, which is really nice. So I spent some time scouring Craigslist and going and finding all the deals and putting together desks. And so yeah, cool. it's good. And then the house is almost all set up now, which is really good. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Uh uh, we're going to try back at Matt. Matt, how, how was your week? Yeah, it, it was great. Uh, it was ties to the topic of, uh, what we're talking about in that I spent, uh, every night, uh, this week, uh, hosting the Nose Bowl Theater Sports Tournament, which is a, uh, a competition we put on for, uh, high school students at Rapid Fire Theater. Um, Ooh. and yeah, so, so Tuesday to Saturday, I was hosting, uh, that tournament with, uh, 
improv teams from high schools from all across Alberta. Awesome. Very yeah. Nice. Uh, I, for myself, I guess, uh, I have been, I just binged watched uh, a show that's on Netflix here uh, that came on Altered Carbon. Have you heard about this show? Mm-hmm. It was shot in Vancouver. Yeah, it was shot in Vancouver. That's correct. Uh, I had to, like, as soon as I started watching it, I'm like, oh, I can't stop. This is, <laughs> this, it was very good. Uh, I see, I'm a, I'm a sucker for uh, that. Uh, vision of the future i i guess uh i love uh, uh blade runner i was just gonna say it's very blade runner-esque it's very blade runner-esque uh and so when i started watching it i'm like oh yeah i i like it I, it was a great show uh i watched it from beginning to end in about three days i would like to say um yeah in between that and playing uh uh what's it called uh, uh Elite Dangerous. <laughs> I was doing some really boring missions, so I was just putting that on autopilot and uh, watching Altered Carbon <laughs> on the other channel. Uh, aside from that, uh, I've been watching it because there's there's this thing that's on right now. It's called the Olympics. Have you? I don't know. Have you heard about this, Chelsea? The um, can you pronounce that again for me? I'm slightly <laughs> unfamiliar. That Latin Greek, I. Yeah, I, I'm not sure where it comes from. No, yeah, I don't know. With the time, actually, with the changes with the time zone, I haven't really been watching any of it. And we don't have regular cable, so it's not like I can just turn on CBC and have them do the like time switch for me and play things at a reasonable hour. So yeah, like, I didn't watch the ceremonies. I haven't mm-hmm. seen any of the events yet. I'm really like falling down on the Olympics train this year. Oof. Well, uh, the Olympics, like the, okay, I'm going to have to say at the beginning here, uh, the, what a spectacle the Olympics has become. Uh, the, I mean, they've always been a spectacle, but I mean, this is, it's getting out of hand. Uh, I, the, the opening ceremonies were like incredibly, incredibly long. Um, amazing. Like some of the stuff that they did. But oh my goodness, like the whole production of just the opening ceremonies alone was just insane. Uh, I heard there was a bunch aside, of drones. There was some drones in there. Now they had like this thing where they, uh, at one point they had uh, like over top of the mountain, they had all these skiers come down and they had these drones come up and they, they formed uh, like a silhouette of a, a snowboarder. Like oh, they cool. all have lights on these drones and they like make different shapes. They had, they, at one point they made the, the, the rings, the Olympic rings. Uh, it was, it's incredible. Like the, they're just showing off the amount of technology that they have at their, at their, that they're capable of doing. Yeah. Uh, in Korea. Uh, and so, yeah, using the drones was, uh, an incredible way of doing that. I mean, just the flying formations and all the, the different things that they were able to pull off with those drones are uh, incredible. So that was, that was quite something to see. Uh, I did only just watch a lot of the highlights cause I, I Trina was watching them uh, the, the opening ceremonies while I was downstairs playing uh, board games with my brother and uh, <laughs> a few of my friends. <laughs> Uh, so she did show me the highlights. Uh, so yeah, that was one of the highlights. 
really, really incredible. Uh, oh. The other thing I, I managed to get done this week uh, was I finally got around to fully updating the event calendar. I know there's a, still a few events. <laughs> there's a lot. Rolling in that need to be added. That still need to be added. Um, but I, I want to thank everybody out there on Twitter and uh, Facebook and wherever uh, for sending your suggestions into the Northern Nerd Network uh, to be put onto the, the calendar. Uh, that is such a, a great. Thank you. Uh, yes, please. If you guys ever see any events or hear uh, of an event that you'd like to see put onto our calendar, or you have an event, whatever, uh, please let us know. We will be more than gladly. Uh, more than gladly. That's words. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, <laughs> we would be more than glad uh, to put uh, those up on our calendar. Uh, and we do not discriminate. No yeah. event is too big or too small. You know, we will happily put it on there for you anywhere geeks and nerds congregate. We want to let the people know about that. Yes. So uh, we are, uh, I finally got around to getting a lot of that done. So go on over to northernnerdnetwork.com slash bench calendars uh, and then event calendars. Uh, you'll find it all there uh, on our website. Mm. Yeah. So that is pretty much it for the. For our beginning section, Woo, I am burning hot in this this room today. <laughs> uh, for being so cold today, I, I think it was like minus twenty six here. It was ridiculous. And it has nothing to do with the Wookie that you're wearing on the inside of your no, no. <laughs> it's, it's that, that small room, and and my computer is just like nine hundred degrees. Well, and uh, your like fifty million screen setup that you have in your tiny little space. Yes. There's a there's a few there's a lot how going many, on in this room. How many screens are you at now? Three? Uh, just three. Three very just. large screens. <laughs> it's only forty three inches the big one. So. <laughs> hmm. Nothing nothing too big. You're gonna Sorry. get a tan. Yes. <laughs> yes. I I try to work on that before the summer comes because <laughs> you gotta build your base, otherwise right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna exactly. burn, right? Tomato. Mm -hmm. all right so uh aaron said uh you are especially lovely this evening uh chelsea oh thanks aaron uh and for the folks out there who are listening to the show we do have a live version of this uh podcast that you guys can be tuning into and uh, watching us with your eyes yes watching us with our, your eyeballs mm -hmm. um every week here at, on sunday nights at eight o'clock uh so you guys can come join us and see our lovely faces and see some of the shenanigans that happen you can have that like weird radio moment where if you've just been listening to the audio podcast where you tune in and you can totally see that our voices don't match our faces at all and you're like oh my god what's happening it'll be and then, never, and then never tune in again <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so yes we are going to talk to matt uh today about uh rapid fire theater but first we're going to take a quick uh break and we will get back to uh our chat fun music today so the northern Cast is a proud member of the alberta podcast network powered by ATV. One of the great things 
about being in this network and having a sponsor like ATV behind us. One of the things that makes ATV so great is their initiative, ATV Listen. It's part of the reason why they're such a great fit for us and the show. Um, because ATV Listens is just that. They're listening to everyday Albertans, finding better ways to make things like banking better for you. They've got the Samsung Pay, the No Fee All in Digital account, um, and so many other ways that ATV is making things better. Head on over to ATV.com slash listen. You can find out more about how ATV is listening to Alberta. That's ATV.com slash listen. Okay, so uh, like I said, we are talking about rapid fire theater tonight. Um, but Chelsea, my my phone is going to die here. So can you take uh, a few of the first questions here, and I got to go and uh, get a plug. Yeah, sure. So um, for those who um, maybe have been living under a rock or are new to Edmonton and don't quite understand the institution that is rapid fire theater in Edmonton. Uh, can you can you tell our listeners and viewers a little bit out there um, what it is, when it started, how long it's been around? Yeah, absolutely. It'd be my pleasure. Um, I'm very humbled that you would call it an institution. That's certainly oh, totally. uh, not, <laughs> that's not really uh, what we think of ourselves as. But um, <laughs> we are uh, Edmonton's longest running uh, improv theater company. Uh, mm -hmm. We are now in our... 37th consecutive season of uh, producing improv shows in the city of Edmonton. Um, and we perform um, about five shows every week uh, at the Rapid Fire Theater, uh, at the Citadel Theater in uh, downtown Edmonton. Nice. And now, if I remember correctly, before the terrible um, incident at the Varscona, that was your guys' home, right? Yeah, uh, well, I, you might be confusing your theaters. Uh, oh, uh, it was Roxy Theater that burned down. The Varscona is just getting a brand new. That's right, yeah. Uh, for the longest time, uh, we called the Varscona Theater our home, just off White Avenue. And yes, it was the Roxy Theater um, that burned down a few years ago. Yes, uh, that was 100. Yes, that was truly awful. Uh, and a lot of connections between uh, Rapid Fire Theater and Theater Network uh, that um, was out of the Roxy Theater. But uh, yeah, for the longest time, we were uh, out of the Varscona Theater on uh, White App, and we shared that space with a, a number of other theater companies. Uh, but that uh, theater was recently renovated um, into a gorgeous new facility, and uh, while we, um, while the building was being torn down and renovated into the wonderful facility it is now, we uh, moved over to the Citadel Theater in downtown, um, where our programming just exploded. Uh, we were doing about seven shows a month uh, back at the Barcelona Theater, and now we're between twenty and thirty shows a month. So, um, yeah, so we're uh, we're sticking around downtown Edmonton and, and, and doing stuff at the Citadel. Uh, nice. and Which is also, also a great space to be in. The Citadel runs great venues. So Absolutely. It's, it's a very cool complex. Awesome. So now in the Citadel Theater, what theater are you guys in? Right. So our home venue uh, is called Ziedler Hall. It's, uh, a, uh, it's a movie theater. 
um, fully functioning movie theater. Used to be the home of uh, Metro Cinema before they moved to the Garneau Theater. Um, so that's mm -hmm. where we do the majority of our programming. And a couple times a year, we uh, expand out of there into uh, another venue, or in fact, other venues in the building. Um, during our big international festival, we go into uh, the club, which is uh, just across the hall from us. It's a cabaret type space. Um, and we sometimes even use the big theaters uh, in the building as well. Nice. So improv, for those out there watching and listening who who hear theater and think like stuffy Shakespeare, which for the record, I don't think Shakespeare is stuffy, but who thinks stuffy Shakespeare, um, what is improv and how is it different? Um, and why should people come and watch it? <laughs> well, uh, first uh, improv, it, it's unscripted theater. So it's spontaneous. Uh, it's made up uh, on the spot, off the top of your head. A lot of the time it'll be based on suggestions from the audience. Uh, so it's kind of a spectator sport of theater. Um, uh, and you know, uh, I think there's two uh, two ways of looking at, at improv as, the, as an audience member. Um, one is, um, you know, you could say it's the most relevant, the most adaptable, the most uh, immediate form of theater because it it uh, changes uh, in the moment and, and can be sensitive to, to anything. Um, or it's just a bunch of people messing around making dumb fart jokes. <laughs> so, uh, or perhaps it lies somewhere uh, in between there. Um, I mean, so, Amy, and never underestimate the power of a good fart joke. No, sir. Yeah, you're you're very very correct on that. <laughs> um, why should someone uh, go see improv? Well, it's because it's fun. Um, we do a whole bunch of different types of uh, of shows, uh, and uh, and I think what's so exciting uh, about improv, uh, especially for the audience, is that it it truly exists in that moment and and nowhere else. Um, which no could be two said shows for, will ever be the same, right? Exactly, which could be said for any type of live performance, but I think more so for improv because every single element of the show uh, will change um, from from uh, show to show, week to week, day to day. Yeah. So, uh, so you, let me ask you. Sorry, you're part of something that's um, created in the moment, and uh, and you know you can talk about it, but uh, you had to have been there to see. Yeah, exactly. So let me ask you, what what is the, the drawing factor for yourself? Like, why did you choose to get into improv? Sorry, why did I, you cut up. Why did you choose to get into improv? Right. Uh, well, I, earlier I mentioned uh, the uh, theater sports tournament, which uh, we just finished up this week. Um, and uh, I participated in that same tournament as a high school student. Uh, student. That was kind of my first exposure to to improv, and certainly improv in the uh, in the city of Edmonton. Um, there's a lot of fantastic theory on the benefits of improv. Uh, the kind of uh, pillars of improv of, of doing good improv are collaborating, listening, accepting, and being positive, uh, which are all just really good life skills to learn as well. Uh, let alone um, strong performance uh, uh, tactics. So. Um, there's there's so many benefits to improv. I got involved again as a teen, uh, and there's just so much uh, excitement around it. Um, and uh, you meet really cool people, really really positive people, um, and become part of something bigger. Very neat. 
So give us the rundown. Um, you mentioned that Theater Sports runs five nights a week and has a number of different shows. So give us the rundown. What is the smorgasbord that the people of Edmonton have to choose from in your comedy offerings? Right. So, well, it's Rapid Fire Theater um, is, is the company we, and we produce, yeah, uh, about five shows a week. Theater Sports is a, a specific show format that we do. Um, and that is how our company got started. It used to be the only show that we produced. Um, it's a format that's performed all over the world. Uh, and we are one of the longest running producers of the show. Um, and, uh, and we still do that show uh, every single Friday night at 7.30 and 10 o'clock. And what that is, is it's a competitive um, improv show, a team-on-team -team, uh, improv. Uh, it, it's uh, roughly based on, uh, on professional wrestling. Kind of, again, going back to that spectator sport idea of theater where the audience is engaged, they can shout things, they can yell things, they can be part of this uh, uh, live element uh, of the performance. Occasionally, so, there are some games that require volunteers from the audience to get up on stage. Absolutely. Yeah. It's entirely possible that we'll ask for audience members to come up or, or pull people on stage or uh, our performers end up out in the audience. So that uh, fourth wall, the invisible wall on the edge of the stage is just really non-existent. <laughs> Um, so that's, that continues to be a big part of the programming that we offer, theater sports. We also do other shows um, on Saturday nights, again, at 7.30 and 10 o'clock. And those uh, tend to rotate a bit more. Every um, Saturday at uh, 10 o'clock, we do a show called Chimprop, where we take uh, troops from within our ensemble of about uh, 50 people um, and break them down into smaller troops, and, and they get to do... Uh, um, whatever it is that excites them about improv, and you'll see three different acts in that show. Nice. Um, on Saturdays at 7.30, we have a bit of a rotating uh, programming slot where for four consecutive Saturdays within one month, you'll see the same show, and that changes drastically from month to month. So, for example, so far this year, um, we uh, started with uh, uh, improvised David Lynch uh, piece, uh, improv in the style of like Twin Peaks um, or Blue Velvet. Uh, then immediately following that, we did our uh, improvised musical, off book the improvised musical, um, which is always a huge hit. Uh, then we went straight into a show called uh, Cage Match, which was another competitive improv show. But on that one, we invited some of the smaller uh, improv companies um, from Edmonton to come play with us in our space, which was very fun to do. This past January, we did our improvised Star Trek show, The Red Shirt Diaries. Mm -hmm. um, I, I wish, by the way, I, I managed to make it down for one of those episodes. Oh, awesome. Uh, and it was, a, yeah, it was so much fun. It was great. Cool. <laughs> Glad to hear uh, which one you were at. Uh, I was at the first one with... Uh, with Claire. Yeah. yeah. Uh, awesome. she, was, uh, she was amazing. Uh, yeah, she was I really, very funny, yeah. The the ending was uh was something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So on that episode, uh, in in every episode, we had a, a special guest um, joining the the regular cast. And on that first episode, we had Claire McConnell, who uh, is a Calgary uh, or a Toronto based uh, improviser who just happens to star in um, in Star Trek Discovery. So it was great to have her out playing with us. We had so much fun. Um, yeah, and then next up in that programming slot uh, in March, we've got a show called Sphinxes, 
which features all the um, uh, the femmes, as we call them, or the, the female, the women, the trans, non-binary performers in our ensemble, uh, performing a show all about um, what femininity means to them and to the audience, uh, which is an encore performance from uh, doing the show last year as well. It was such a big hit. Uh, and then we're going to finish off the season with an improvised uh, Wes Anderson show in, um, in May. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. We also do a bunch of festivals, like I mentioned uh, just this past week. Uh, we were doing the Nose Bowl, which is part of a larger festival called the Wildfire Festival uh, that we do for teens, um, again, from all across the province. And that runs all month of February. Um, and then at the end of our season in June is kind of the crown jewel in our season, and that's uh, Improvaganza, which is our big international festival where we bring artists from all over the planet and bring them to Edmonton for 10 days of fantastic improv. So now if I were um, an improv watching virgin, what of your shows would you recommend me to cut my teeth on? Like if we have listeners and viewers out there who are like, wow, this sounds like a lot of fun. I've never seen it before. What should I go and see? What would you recommend? Well, I mean, as you can imagine from the list I just went through, there's there's kind of something for everyone. Um, you know, not everyone is going to be into into David Lynch. I think that's a more of a niche appeal. But and not everyone's going to be into uh, musical theater either. But uh, there's there's something for everyone there. I think probably the the, the easiest way to like dip your toe in or, or get your foot in the door um, would be through theater sports. Um, and that's again our, our Friday night show. Um, and it's what we call short form improv. So in that show, you're going to see a bunch of different scenes, all of them about two to five minutes long. And it's just a, like a sampler platter of, of all kinds of different things. And maybe you'll see a musical theme. Maybe you'll see a sci-fi theme. Maybe you'll see, um, <laughs> who knows? Who knows what what you're going to see? Um, but uh, that's a nice way to just kind of see the, the full breadth uh, in a bunch of little snippets. Then in the other shows, you know, if there's something that... Um, that really catches your fancy and you can really dig into it for, for the duration of a show. That's really exciting as well. And that's, I think, where you really get to see the masters at play when they're on stage for an hour or so, uh, just going on improv. It's, it's very cool. Very neat. So now you mentioned um, Improvaganza, your big, huge international festival that you invite guests from all over the world to. Um, yeah. As a troupe, does Rapid Fire get invited and travel with their improv to other parts of the world to work with other improvisers? Yeah, absolutely we do. We, we tour quite often in all kinds of different um, scenarios. Um, like I said, we've got a bunch of different troops within our larger ensemble, so you would never see the entire company of Rapid Fire Theater just like pick up and go perform somewhere. Like that. <laughs> that um, but a lot well, you, of our- You don't think you can get all 50 of you guys out to do uh, an event somewhere? <laughs> no, I, you know, I don't even think all 50 of us have done one show ever. So uh, it's, all, it's all kind of key stuff. So, um, but yeah, certainly uh, a lot of our troops will, will tour the world. Um, this year, we, oh gosh, see if I can remember, we've, we've been all over the states, uh, New Orleans, uh, Philadelphia, um, we've been all over Canada, uh, you know, nearby places like Calgary and Red Deer. We go to Vancouver quite often, um, Toronto quite often, uh, we were even in Dubai this year as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> You like you guys go all over the place. Um, what about doing like uh, private events and all those other stuff? Like, what 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 do you guys do for those? 
Yeah, absolutely. We have a branch of our company is a, like a corporate entertainment um, uh, branch, I suppose, um, and uh, where you can hire a group of, say, two to four or, or more improvisers to come out and entertain your event. Um, so that's especially uh, pretty popular around uh, Christmas time, holiday party time. Um, so staff parties, volunteer appreciation nights, birthday parties, you name it. Um, we'll come out and we'll do a custom show uh, for you and your friends or you and your company or, or what have you. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, so that seems like quite a bit like that, that rapid fire does now. Uh, is it hard for like, how much are you involved with all these different or various, uh, various things? Well, um, in one way or another, I'm involved in all of it, but uh, a lot of it is uh, kind of uh, farmed out to um, to staff. We have a staff of about ten people um, who all kind of work with their different uh, portfolios. So you know, there there is someone running again our, our corporate uh, entertainment packages. There's someone running our, our public workshops. Someone running uh, our youth programming. So it, it gets parceled out. Um, to make it all manageable. And that way you get people who are passionate and skilled at all these different kind of areas of what it is that we do really excelling. Um, and every That's kind awesome. of pocket gets the attention that it needs. Nice. So public workshops, I was just queuing up to ask, if I yeah. come to a show and I see it and my mind is blown and it's amazing, like it usually is, and I'm like, this is so cool, I want to try it. Hmm. How, you know, is there, a, do you guys offer avenues for people to like jump into the improv world and try their yeah. hand at it? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for Let me pull out this sheet here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they run all year, or most of the year round from um, September to the end of June, uh, which is our season. And uh, there we offer workshops for all experience levels. So you know, we have them kind of broken down into levels, levels one through four. And then there's a bunch of different branches that go off from there and especially things that pop up as well. But uh, where level one is for people who have never done improv or experienced it ever before. Uh, and then they can work their way all the way up through the levels. Um, where at like level four, we're working on kind of that meaty, uh, epic, long form improv. So nice. Um, and, and we see people coming to take the workshops, especially at the level one, um, from from all walks of life, all ages, all uh, you name it. Um, and sometimes people are just looking for a fun date night. Uh, uh, it's very fun. Some people are looking to boost their confidence or their social skills or their speaking skills, uh, like public speaking skills. Um, some people do want to train improv skills, so they are there to become better improvisers and, and, uh, and work their way up through those workshops. But a lot of people are just looking to have a little bit of fun. Um, and that's fantastic too, because it is a lot of fun. So we have those workshops. We also, uh, once a month, um, we offer um, jam, and that's totally free. And anybody can just drop by and, and try their hand at it and, and play with the uh, some strangers and, and see see how it goes well that sounds like a lot of fun uh so let me ask you where can people like find all this kind of information thank you for asking uh <laughs> you can find out all the information of rapid fire theater at rapidfiretheater.com nice 
And now, do you guys have any other social media? Do you post pictures of said shenanigans on Instagram? Do you tweet at people on Twitter? Yeah, we do. We've, we've got a, a Twitter, which is at Theater Sports. Uh, we've got a, a Instagram, which is at Rapid Fire Theater. And on Facebook, at slash Rapid Fire Theater. Um, and you can find, uh, yeah, all kinds of shenanigans there. Uh, there's been a few times where we've um, live streamed our shows via Facebook Live. Um, there's been uh, shows that use uh, the social media in some way, or sometimes we're just posting apps or, or information about our artists or, or photos of, of the stuff that we're up to. So now I want to ask like some really gritty questions for people out there watching and listening who maybe are familiar with theater sports and have come to Rapid Fighter and, and love it and love how funny it is. Um, cool. I guess for you personally, do you have um, a preference for long form over short form or do you have like, if we're talking theater sports, do you have any particular scenes or games that pop up that when they do, you're always like, oh yes. <laughs> Oh man, uh, those are great questions. Um, I yeah, I think I go back and forth uh, between long form and short. I would say most people do, uh, or most performers do. Um, but certainly within our company, there are companies out there that will only do short form, uh, or companies that will only do long form, and, and uh, it changes very much. I think geographically as well, um, different areas of the world will, will kind of focus on on these different elements of of the art form. Um, theater sports short form is, is very fun for me, um, but we also do it a whole lot too. So for us, I think it's important that we keep innovating um, the games that we're doing um, and keep looking for ways to inspire ourselves. And that's how we keep it exciting for ourselves and in turn the show uh, and exciting for the audience because we're having fun there. Um, long form is, uh, I think it's, um, you're putting more on the line. Um, we typically do it with smaller ensembles than we do our short form with, so you're carrying more of the show on, on your back. Um, but when you, uh, or, and speaking personally, when, when, when we really knock a long form show out of the park, uh, I find that far more satisfying than, than really crushing it as a short form show. Mm -hmm. What was the other question you asked? Um, do you have, like, I know you say that because you do theater sports so often that, right. you know, trying to keep it fresh because that is something that you come back to time and again, but do you have any yeah. old, like, standby games that just, like, always warm the cockles of your heart whenever they happen to come up? You're like, oh, yes, this game. Um, I'd say lately, um, some of my favorite games to play are games, uh, like we mentioned earlier, that involve audience members, um, <laughs> where we're literally bringing someone up on stage to participate. Innocent in lambs to the slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. Um, that, again, that's another uh, pillar of improv, positivity. We, we always want to make each other look as good as possible, so when we bring um, audience members on stage, it's our job to... Uh, Make them look as awesome as we can, um, or you know, lambs to the slaughter. <laughs> um, so yeah, I always love um, bringing folks up on stage um, because it's a bit of a wild card element, and that's exciting for us. Um, we can get surprised by by whatever happens on stage, and uh, for the audience to see uh, one of their own up on stage, yeah, I think is very exciting as well. 
Very cool. Yeah, it's kind of nice having Chelsea on this show because uh, she's got that nice little theater background. To I'm a big theater nerd. I did my BA in drama at the U of A. And so I wasn't kidding when I call rapid fire an institution because to like weird little drama nerds like me, it totally is. Oh, that's awesome. That's very kind of you this way. Anything now, hmm, hmm, let me see, let me think. Um, now, the workshops you mentioned all ages. So if um, nerds like myself grow up um, and think improv is awesome and happen to propagate little nerds, um, can we indoctrinate them young? Yeah, <laughs> little nerds. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, I've got a little nerd of my, uh, of my own. Um, and uh, we have a program called the Kid Provisors. Um, where uh, it, it's very exciting, where we take um, kids, and it's a workshop program. So uh, I think we start them as young as, I'm going to say six, um, maybe a little older. Um, but we, we teach them um, the skills of improv, and uh, it's so cool to teach really young kids improv because uh, they haven't quite built up those kind of social barriers that we all uh, kind of uh, uh, throw onto ourselves, uh, you know, when we're teenagers. Um, and so to, to get them you know, collaborating and, and thinking positively and supporting each other at that early age, it, it's so rewarding and uh, really do, uh, kids really do say the darndest things too. So it, you're constantly being surprised by, by what they're saying. Well, and it's the whole other um, side. It's the whole other the side. Sorry. Sorry. I, Someone, uh, I think Matt's cutting it out a little bit. Sorry. What were you saying, Chelsea? Oh, well, just, I, that's, that's so awesome. And yeah, going back to, you know, the whole other flip side of like those unintended social skills that you're also building, of you know, the qualities of being able to listen and collaborate. Starting that so young is so great. My, in my other job, I work with, with kids. I'm a special education assistant for the Vancouver School Board. And so oh, awesome. I, love, I love any opportunity, you know, to get those, you know, soft social skills that can oftentimes be so overlooked, but are yet so important. Um, anytime that those can be brought to the forefront always makes me so excited. So Yeah, and it's a really fun way of doing it, too. Um, yeah. So with that program, we, we have the, uh, the workshop element of it. Uh, and then once a month, the kids also get to perform in a show for families. Um, which is one of the cutest things you'll ever see. So uh, we love doing that. Um, but because we are at the Citadel Theater too, there's a, uh, um, a theater school there, the Foot Theater School, um, that has a lot of programming for teenagers. So um, kind of in between the window of our adult workshops and, and the kid. Nice. And several of our work with the Foot Theater School to teach an improv curriculum there as well. Cool. Uh, one more uh, before we kind of switch gears here a little bit. Um, you guys are are in the process of uh, funding or looking for funding for a new building. Uh, tell us, can you tell us a little bit about that as well? Yeah, absolutely. So um, when we moved to the uh, to the Citadel Theater, it was intentionally or initially um, going to Barcelona was being rebuilt. Um, but uh, our programming just uh, grew so rapidly in those years um, while it was being rebuilt that there was no way we could share a space. Um, we would have to uh, downsize our programming considerably. So um, 
we began the hunt for a uh, theater of our own. The Citadel is great, um, but the, the movie theater that we're in isn't um, isn't necessarily the best space for improv. It, it's a very deep room, and, and uh, on the shows where we sell out, uh, you know, the, the people in the back row are so far from the stage, and they kind of lose mm -hmm. that intimacy. So, um, so we, uh, yeah, we are looking for uh, a theater that we can uh, design and, and, and program ourselves. And, for all the programming that we've discussed uh, through there. Uh, and uh, we have a, a fantastic project that we are affiliated with uh, called the Artist Quarters. It's uh, going to be a project just a few blocks from the Citadel Theater in uh, downtown Edmonton. Uh, and what it is, is a, um, it's a project with a bunch of groups coming together um, under the banner of uh, Arts Habitat, which is a, uh, an organization with a mandate for providing um, Spaces for professional artists. They've worked on a few uh, projects in the city of Edmonton already. Uh, and what this project is, is it's um, a mixed live work um, project uh, in the quarters. Uh, so on uh, 96th Street and 102nd A Avenue. What it'll nice. be is a, a four story, um, what we're calling a podium, uh, that will house. Um, professional art space for several different organizations. And then on top of that, a artist to, uh, to buy in into like a kind of a co-op uh, situation uh, to live and to invest in there as well. So uh, yeah, our, our theater would be one of the, the main um, kind of studies, uh, as well as workshop space and office space and all the other things that we need to operate. Um, and cool. one of our other major partners. In the there all right. Uh, yeah, so uh, Matt's uh, mic is cutting out you know, a little bit more, uh, but uh, we're going to switch gears here. Uh, thank you. Thanks, Matt, uh, so much for all that information. We'll get back to you uh, just before we end this episode uh, with all the, the various places people can find you once more. Uh, but we're going to take a nice uh, quick little break uh, one more time, and uh, we'll get back to this. Okay, so like I said, uh, the Northern Nerd Network is uh, a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. Uh, and if you go on over to albertapodcastnetwork.com, you'll find a list of just the, the most amazing Alberta-made podcasts. Um, and not only that, if you guys go on uh, to uh, the CKUA app, we are on there as well. So... Uh, there are so many various ways for you guys to find uh, all these wonderful podcasts uh, from the Northern uh, not from the Alberta Podcast Network. Um, it's just awesome. So go, go on over to the CKUA, just in your app store, uh, and and download that app. Then you guys can find us on there as well, um, along with like the Fourth Line Podcast or Bollywood is for Lovers. Uh, the broadcast, the branded world, the expat podcast. I mean, I, the list can, it goes on and on and on. So go on over to albertapodcastnetwork.com for all those amazing podcasts and 
on that CKUA app. All right, Dan, event time. Hit us up with the newly updated event calendar of where people can get their geek on. Oh, yes. Like I said, we have uh, so many uh, events that I have put up on the calendar. And like I said, there's still more to come. Uh, and if you guys want to add more to that calendar, please hit us up on, uh, on you can email us by emailing us at northernnerdnetwork at gmail.com or going to our website. Uh, and we have uh, just a, uh, a form you guys can fill out uh, with your event in there as well uh and we would love to be we would love to have your event uh featured on our calendar uh but first off uh let's talk a little bit about uh board and brew paint night that's happening on february 16th uh this is a stormtrooper uh let's i those paint nights have been super popular over the last little while uh so it's great to see uh, a little bit of nerdy uh, and geeky kind of uh, uh, paint night involved here. So Stormtrooper, you guys get to paint a Stormtrooper, and it's at Board and Brew. Uh, yeah, or sorry, Beyond Board. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yes, so, so go and check that out. Uh, and on February 14th, uh, the Metro Cinema is hosting uh, a Valentine's Day quote along, The Yay. Princess Bride. Uh, yeah. I, I had to put that one in there because I mean it's the Princess Bride, right? And I I figured you know what's uh, the the best way to celebrate uh, Valentine's Day by going on over there and checking that out. Uh, February seventeenth, uh, over at Happy Harbor Comics, they have a play testing of a uh, Kaiju Conquest. Uh, this is a board game uh, that someone has make is making here in Edmonton. Uh, and they need some play testers to go and check this game out. So go on over there. Uh, it's happening between 11 o'clock and 5, so all day. Uh, and, yeah, go and check that out. It's happening. It's Saturday. So just mosey on down. Happy Harbor Comics is awesome. Anyways, go buy some comics and uh, go check out a, a cool board game. Uh Moving along, on February 18th, we have a meet and greet with the 501st uh, happening at Just Because. Uh, this is in Short Park. Uh, this is the, the cosplay store uh, here uh, there in Short Park. Uh, and it is a good way for you to, if you want to know or meet the, the 501st, see what it takes to get into there, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, this is a great way to go and do that. Uh, moving along, we got the Edmonton Podcast Meetup. Uh, yeah, this is uh, happening. I, I'll, I'll definitely be there. Uh, this is happening on Sunday, February 25th from 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock at Variant Edition uh, Comics and Culture. Uh, and this is a chance for all, it, all the podcasts in Alberta or Edmonton, at least in the Edmonton area, uh, to come by. And uh, we all kind of gather. We, we listen to various ways we can improve our podcasts or... Uh, just get together essentially. And uh, uh, I, they usually do a podcast there. So the podcast meetup is a podcast. That's how that works. Uh, we, yeah, that's how it works. It's awesome. It's a, it's a great time. Yes. <laughs> it's podcast and a podcast and a podcast. <laughs> it just keeps going. Right. 
Uh, every Monday night, uh, we have a, a drop-in pen and paper night, uh, RPG night at the Gamers Lodge. Uh, so if you're into RPG gaming, uh, this is a good way to get uh, involved in that. It's just drop in, so you don't even have to come with somebody. It's a good way to meet people. Speaking uh, of RPGs, RPGs yeah. are a great way to practice your improv. Absolutely. Uh, yes, uh, I'm a big sucker for RPGs, uh, and yeah, this is a, a good one. Uh, go check out the Gamers Lodge for that. Uh, on February 21st, we have Edmonton Story Slam happening uh, at the Mercury Room. Uh, basically, all this is is, is a, a five-minute, you get a five-minute chance to tell a story. It could be any kind of story, uh, fiction, nonfiction, doesn't matter. Uh, and then everyone kind of votes at the end of the, at the show. It's pretty awesome. Uh, and someone wins. I think they win the the cover. I think that's how it is. It's pretty cool. It's a it's a really neat uh, way to check out some of the some of the the creative people in Edmonton and go and hang out for a bit. It's a great time. Uh, moving along, we got the Alberta Girls Engineering and Technology Summit. Uh, there's a lot of various um, uh, like speakers and various uh, things that are happening uh, during that. Uh, just sort of weekend, uh, February 23rd to 25th. Uh, so if you're a female uh, or a girl, either way, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you want to no, get involved female in identifying it. individuals out there, trans, non-binary, anybody female identifying, head Perfect. on if you're interested in STEM. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and this will uh, get you if you're in and you're interested in uh, the technology, technological careers uh, that Edmonton may have to offer. Uh, that would be a the, good chance. Who are some to be. of the big name companies that are going to be there, Dan? Well, Bioware uh, would be one of them. Uh, Donato, uh, I believe, is the other one. Uh, Jobber. Nice. So there's there's a there's a few uh, lists in there. Uh, they're going to they're it's kind of like all over the place, and they have uh, various uh, things. Uh, if you go on Facebook, they have a a, a thing on our website as well. Uh, on our event calendar, we do have a, a link to all that kind of fun stuff, and they'll tell you uh, a little bit about it. Uh, March 4th, we have the March uh, 2018 Collector Con, uh, and that is happening at, uh, oh, I don't have an actual place, the Italian Cultural Center. And uh, so if you're looking for that collectible, this is a good chance to go and do it. We got uh, on March 11th as well, uh, we have the TEDx. U uh, University of Alberta 2018 con uh, conference, uh, and this is happening at the ATB Financial Arts Barn. Uh, if you ever, if you ever heard of TED, TED Talks and all that kind of fun stuff, that's pretty much what this is. It's a good chance to go and uh, check out some amazing speakers, uh, talk about some technology, entertainment, and design. Really cool stuff. That's what TED stands for, just to. Uh, moving along, we got to March 30th. Uh, I know we're, we're stretching into March now, uh, but that's getting closer. <laughs> uh, we got the video games live happening in Edmonton. I got to make sure that we mention that one. Uh, this is happening at the Northern Alberta Jubilee Auditorium. Uh, good chance to hear some your favorite uh, video game music. Uh, and then uh, I want to make sure that we also mention that uh, down in April, we have the Calgary Expo happening. 
uh, and this is happening the 26th to 29th. Some big, big names happening. Uh, pretty much the entire cast of the Back to the Future is going to be there. Uh, we got Michael J. Fox, Leah Thompson, Christopher Lloyd, Tom Wilson. Uh, so I mean, they're they're all there, all the big ones. Sorry, what? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm super excited. I I think there's uh there's other names like Jason Momoa, uh, and Lou Ferrigno. I mean, it's going to be a good good uh, year for the for uh, the the Calgary Expo. Expo. Yeah. Uh, also, way down in May, uh, the only reason why I'm mentioning this is that registration is open, um, and it's IntrigueCon. Uh, it's a their mini con that they're having on May the fourth and fifth. Uh, it's Star Wars themed. May the fourth uh, be with you. Yeah, and so if you want to get in uh, on that, I know there's uh, only a few spots available, so you want to get in there. Uh, it's a good RPG. Uh, uh, convention uh, here in Edmonton. It's just a mini con, but it's still pretty good. Uh, so go and check that out. And that is all the events that I have for everybody out there. Um, I know, I know. That was quite a bit. Uh, like I said, go check out our, our website, northernernetwork.com, for all those uh, amazing events. Uh, Matt, uh, is there anything that uh, people should look out for in Rapid Fire Theater Land? Coming up soon? Yes. Uh, oh, absolutely. Um, actually, there's two things. Uh, one is uh, on March 3rd, uh, we are having a very cool event. It's called Date Night. That's uh, at uh, 7.30 on, on, on March 3rd. What it is, it's our annual fundraiser for Improvaganza, the big festival we mentioned earlier. But it's a really uh, unique fundraiser in where we do a selection. Uh, the things up for bidding, especially in the live auction, are date packages. And they are unique uh, packages that you probably can't get in a store. You probably can't get them anywhere else. Um, and like we take things and we, we pair them up together in, into bundles. I'll give you an example in, a, in a, just a second. Um, but here's the catch. On every one of those date packages, we pair one of the improvisers, or one or two of the improvisers from our ensemble with that day package. So if you are the successful bidder on one of those packages, you can take that improviser on a date. Or if that's weird to you, you can just leave the <laughs> improviser at home uh, and take your own friends um, because maybe that's more fun for you. No, man. <laughs> but, uh, it's only like human library. You get to check out somebody cool and do something fun. <laughs> exactly. Um, but some of the stuff we've got uh, up for uh, auction, um, or uh, sorry, a, a life painting portrait. Um, there's uh, a ride in a, a race car on a racetrack. Uh, there's coffee with the mayor. There's uh, a tour of uh, the Bioware studios with uh, Mark Mir. Um, yeah, all kinds of cool stuff. And all of that will be up for auction on March 3rd. Very nice. Uh, yeah, I. We I didn't really mention this earlier, but you guys like Don Don Iverson does actually uh, support you guys quite a bit. Uh, yeah, from, we've done a few uh, partnerships with him. Um, 
Uh, he actually cameoed on the Red Shirt Diaries uh, last month, mm -hmm. uh, which was very fun. Um, and uh, last year, we we partnered with him on an event called uh, Mean Tweets, uh, where the, the kind of Rapid Fire Theater and his office partnered uh, to do this fundraiser for the United Way, um, where it was it was kind of the, the late night talk show bit where uh, he would read some of the meaner tweets that he has received in his uh, in his days in office. And uh, we would do improv based on those mean tweets. And it made for a very fun night. Uh, and uh, we're hoping to do it again very soon. Awesome. That sounds what really good. You mentioned yeah. there were two events coming up. What is the second event that you yeah. want? Yeah, the other one we got coming up uh, in April. It'll be two week two weekends in April. It's called the Bonfire Festival. It's a kind of mini in-house festival we run. And that's where you get kind of a behind-the-scenes look uh, kind of like the laboratory of, of rapid fire theater. It's where we try out new stuff. Uh, everything you'll see in that festival is a new uh, concept that, that we've made and we've never tried before. Some of them are going to be absolutely ridiculous and absurd and should never be repeated. Uh, <laughs> and so, some of them uh, will be mind blowing. Some of them will fail. Uh, and some of them will continue on to become uh, very popular shows as we've seen with uh, previous uh, iterations of the festival, but all of them will be a joy to witness either way. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, coming on our show today. Uh, One thank you for having where me. Where can all these yeah. lovely people find all of that excellent information? Well, thank you for asking. They can find it all out at uh, rapidfiretheater.com. Perfect. Awesome. Well, that is all the time we have for this edition of the Nerdcast. I want to thank everybody out there for watching and or listening to this edition. And I'll see you guys on the next one. for listening to the Northern Nerdcast. Northern Nerdcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. Check out their website at albertapodcastnetwork.com. For all things geeky and nerdy, including all of our social media platforms, go to northernnerdnetwork.com. Thanks again, and we appreciate your support.